Hey guys, welcome back to the Wellness Nook podcast. Thank you so much for listening last week to my very first episode. And if you're new here, hello, I'm Caitlin, and you probably found me on TikTok, maybe Instagram, but I do a podcast on health and wellness and self-development. So I'm excited to dive deeper into these topics with you guys. And I appreciate all of the feedback you guys have given me about my first episode. I always, always value your guys' opinion because, of course, you are the ones I'm talking to. I want to connect more with you guys and just always let me know what you want to hear next and what you thought about the show. So, for today's topic, it's going to be a couple different things. But first up, we're going to talk about pivoting when life throws you curveballs and redirection, all that type of stuff. So, and this actually this idea came from today because today I did not plan on filming or recording a couple of different topics for the podcast. I kind of had one big main topic in mind, but life happens and I had planned out the next couple months and thought they were going to go a certain way and I got some news today that that was not the case. So yeah, I was definitely throwing a curveball today and everything's okay. It's just frustrating and upsetting when your plans aren't going to work out how you thought they were. So that happens though. And I have some takeaways that have really helped me with this topic. And number one being that you have to take a look at the situation and ask yourself, can I control this? And if the answer is no, if you can't control what's happening, then you really have to try your hardest not to stress so much over it. Because when you stress over something you can't control, that is going to spill over into every other thing that happens, especially in the world today. I mean, there's something happening every day that you can't control. But I always say control the controllables. So that's like, for a lot of most people, you can control what you're eating, how often you're working out, how often you're reading, you know, that type of stuff. But when there's things that's out of your control, then you can't stress that much about it. So I've been practicing this for a long time of just really not stressing over things that are out of my control. And that's always helped me. I've kind of always been a positive person, but of course I get those moments when I'm not going to be positive, just like everyone else. Um, But yeah, what's really helped me is to ask myself that question. If I can control it, then yeah, there's I'll take the actions I need to try and improve the situation. But if there's no way I can do anything about it, then I just have to have faith and trust that the process is working out how it's supposed to. So the next thing that kind of helps me with these situations is perspective. So today when I had this curveball thrown at me, I felt this sense of peace. Even though I was so frustrated, I still had a feeling of peace, of knowing that even though this is happening, it's happening for a reason and it's all going to work out and it's happening for the best. So I personally feel that peace comes from Jesus. I am a Christian. So that really helped me today, having that sense of peace. However, it is still frustrating. I get it. So perspective. I had to look at the situation and say, okay, 
So when I put into perspective, in five years, is this really going to be this big of a deal as it is right now? Most of the time, it probably is not. I probably won't even be thinking about it or ever think about it again. So you just got to really look down the line like, hey, is this really going to be that big of a deal in a few years, like even a few months, you know? Yeah, so putting things into perspective like that into the grand scheme of life really kind of draws me away from being so, I guess you could say, vain in the moment and just brings me out of it and says, okay, okay, it's going to be fine and it's not as big of a deal as I'm making it to be. I love the quote. I believe Tony Robbins has always said it first that life happens for you and not to you. And so basically what that means is whatever happens, whether it's good or bad, it's happening for the reason of shaping you into the person you're supposed to become. And I truly believe that when I look back on my life, of course, everyone has bad things that have happened to them. You've go, you've gone through a lot of scary times, dark times, hard times. All these times have shaped you into who you are today. So when you look at it like that, it really makes sense. And so now that I've been more into self-development as I've gotten older, it's really helped me when I heard that quote because I was able to look back and see that that is true. Because back when I was younger, I didn't know that things happening that were bad were shaping me into who I was becoming later on. Um, So now it's definitely more comforting to be able to cling to that and know that whatever happens, it's happening to shape you into who you're supposed to become. And also to add to that, another quote that everyone knows is that everything happens for a reason. And whether you believe that or not, I do believe it. And I do feel like you never know, like you never know what would have happened if something terrible happened. And you say you just wish it never happened. You don't know how things would have played out had it not happened. Because I can think of some pretty hard times I've gone through. And like I said about the other quote, it's shaping you into who you are today. I don't know who I'd be today if I didn't go through those hard times. So just like these little curveballs you get thrown, you don't know what would have happened had it not happened, if that makes sense. So just all of that, putting that all into perspective, take a step back, ask yourself if you, if you can control it. If you can't, don't stress too much. Put it into perspective and just hold on to knowing that it's shaping you into the person you're becoming and you're growing through the whole process. And you can always look back later on and it's that's the fun part, I think, um, of going through hard times when you come out of it is looking through or looking back on how much you've grown and how it shaped you into who you are now. Yeah, so hopefully that helps somebody and maybe you could relate to it a little bit. But I just wanted to talk about that because it did happen today where you get thrown a curveball. And I feel like that's a relatable topic for people. You know, it's going to happen eventually. So I wanted to address that. We're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic of the podcast today, which is going to be taking risk. I think one thing that we all have in common when there's this big risk that you want to take whether that be anything, you know, traveling somewhere crazy or, or starting some kind of business or side hustle, something really big and important to you that you want to do. 
One thing we all do is we seek other people to ask for their advice. And usually that person that you're wanting to ask, whether that's your mom, your brother, your friend, your boyfriend, whoever it is, you're usually going to ask them and seek their advice, actually trying to seek validation on what you really know you want to do, but you want to see if they think it's a good idea too. And they're probably not going to give you that validation that you're wanting because the person you're asking has never done anything close to what you're wanting to do. When you think about it like that, it really makes sense not to ask other people advice on topics they have no idea about. I have firsthand experience with this and looking back, I can see now that there was no reason for me to ask around for other people's opinions and advice on things that they had no idea about. And it's not their fault they had no idea about it. It's just they didn't know. So why am I going to ask someone to weigh in on my decisions if they don't know anything about what I'm trying to do? For example, don't go ask someone who's always worked a nine to five business advice if they have no interest in that. You know what I mean? It just, it wouldn't make sense. I feel like the biggest lesson that I've learned is that we all have this intuition or gut feeling within us. And I feel like that is a very big role player in the decision that you need to make. Like you have an instinct on what you need to do. But then again, you might be kind of back and forth and be like, oh, I'm going to ask someone about this first and just get their advice and see what they say. The problem with that is when you start asking around for other people's advice, it does throw your intuition off and kind of gets you off track. And then you start questioning yourself and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that because so-and-so is telling me not to and they don't think it's a good idea. Well, so-and-so doesn't know you as well as you know yourself. I feel like the intuition that everyone has within them and that gut feeling is what you should listen to. Most of the time, I don't, I mean, for certain situations, you may need to go to people for advice on huge things you've never done, and maybe you know people who have experience on those, but I'm talking about risks that you want to take, and you're just asking everybody for advice around you, but you kind of already know what you need to do, and another thing you have to think about is When you ask people for advice and say they do give you their opinion and it's not what you wanted to hear and you listen to it, think about a few years, maybe a few decades when you're old, you're going to really regret listening to them, most likely, because you're going to think back and say, what if? That is the biggest, like the scariest thing ever, thinking about that. That plays a huge role in why I just really don't care about what what other people think. I know that's a, a big deal um, for social media and a lot of reasons people are scared to post things and which is going to be my, ne- my next topic. But you have to just remember that you don't want to be at the end of your life and look back and say, I wonder what would have happened if I would have just not been afraid to take the risk that I really wanted to take and not have listened to everyone else. It sounds so scary just saying that out loud. And I feel like taking a risk is probably one of the scariest things that you can do because 
you're in your comfort zone when you're not taking risk because you're you're so used to how things are and you know you it's probably like a routine and we love routines as humans humans love habits i love habits we all know i love habits but when you get too comfortable that is also very dangerous when you're not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone that can take a really big toll on you later on down the road When you think about your life that you've lived up until this point, think about the moments that really stick out to you that you were really proud of yourself, like those really big achievements that you got. So when you think about those, you have to remember how hard you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone to get there. Most of the time, those are the moments that stick out to us, are those really big accomplishments that took a lot of work, a lot of grit, and a lot of patience and pushing ourselves out of what was comfortable to us to get to that huge milestone. Uh, One that specifically sticks out to me was nursing school and that was a huge accomplishment. That was so hard to go through but yeah it was definitely out of my comfort zone and when I was done it was a huge accomplishment. So just think about what it was for you that really just pushed you to your limit And on the other side of that was the biggest form of growth that you've gone through. When you really step out of that comfort zone and take that huge risk and push yourself, that is when you're going to grow the most. Even though it's the scariest thing that you can do, I feel like staying complacent and staying in your comfort zone, in your little bubble, that's even scarier because you'll never grow and you'll never know what you could have been who who you could have impacted, what you could have built had you stepped out of that comfort zone. So yeah, you have to ask yourself what's scarier, not growing and never knowing. Okay, I did not plan that. Or stepping out of your comfort zone, taking that risk and potentially growing more than you ever have. Okay, moving on. We're going to talk about not caring what other people think which is way, way easier said than done. I myself, it took forever for me to get to this point where I just don't care. And I'm happy though that it took so long because I truly understand why and I can explain it to you guys. So when you think about, okay, for example, if you want to post something, but you're like, oh, what? I don't know though. I don't know what they'll think about this. What if it doesn't get a lot of likes? what if, blah, blah, blah. Think about how much you just stress and overthink that situation. But then you think, okay, what if everyone else is thinking like this too? Are you really concerned with Susie's posts that she posted and how many likes it got? Like, what I'm trying to say is no one cares about your stuff. That sounds really harsh. But what I'm trying to say is no one is thinking that much about you as you think they're thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. We're all thinking about ourselves. So when you realize that no one is actually that concerned with what you're doing, then it makes it a lot easier to just be yourself. And the way to be yourself, I feel like to get to that point You have to build up this self-confidence within yourself and just fall in love with the person you truly are because when you love yourself so much, 
that you really enjoy who you are, you're going to want to share that with the world, whether people like it or not. You're going to be proud of who you are, and you're going to want to show that and just really not think twice about what anyone else has to say about it. I feel like with social media, this is the biggest hindrance of people growing their business. Um, It's not just with social media. Definitely in any situation, you want to be able to be yourself and not care what others think. But today's age, I feel like it's definitely a lot on social media. So if you do find yourself caring a lot about what others think, then I would ask yourself, do I need to spend more time alone and really get to know who I am? Am I like, do I know who I am? Do I know what I like? Am I proud of who I am? And do I love myself fully? And I feel like we can all always be working to love ourselves more and get to know ourselves more and more each day. But just building up self-confidence and love for yourself, you're really, you're really going to be able to find it a lot easier to portray yourself as who you truly are when you know who you truly are. Because when you don't know who you truly are, that's hard. So get to know yourself, spend a lot of time with you. Another big thing to do to build that self-confidence to where you don't care what other people think is it always goes back to how you're treating yourself and your habits that you do every day. If you're taking care of yourself, you're going to be more proud of yourself. So if you're making time to exercise instead of scroll, then which you can do both. I do both. I do 12, 3, 30 and scroll. So you can do both. Um, But if you're making that time to put your health first and your mental health first, and you're really building that love for yourself, it's going to be easier to fall in love with yourself because of how proud you are that you're taking care of yourself so well. So some tips on how to get to know yourself a lot better. First of all, I feel like journaling has really, really, really helped me because I started years ago and I was like back in the day, I was never really consistent with it, but I still have old journal entries where I'm able to look back and see kind of my headspace and where I was at. And it's just mind blowing to see how much I've grown since I was, you know, like young So it's really cool too is another thing to think about. It's cool to go back and see where you were at at one point in your life and then how much you've grown since then. But yeah, journaling is, I think, one of the best ways to get to know yourself because, and a lot of people ask me, they're like, how do you journal? Like, what do you do? What do you write about? And I had the same questions when I first started being consistent with it. I was like, okay, so what do, like, how exactly do I do this? But one thing is I've like I've done it forever now um, is I there's no rules. There's no rules to it. You just journal. You just write down all of your thoughts and clear your head. And that's one thing that I love about it is that it clears my head. I do it in the morning. So once I get done journaling, I'm just I feel I guess there's a lot of free space that's opened up and I'm not like I don't have all these thoughts running through my mind because I've gotten them down on paper. So that's something I definitely would look into getting a journal and just brain dumping all your thoughts and how you're feeling. And I do it Monday through Friday in the mornings. I don't really feel like I need to on Saturday and Sundays. I kind of go, I like to go for outdoor walks on those days and it's really nice um, to just get outside and kind of switch it up on the weekends. But yeah, 
I journal a lot and even on trips um, it's really fun to journal because you can you know you can look back on how your trip was and your thoughts during your trip and your headspace then so yeah journaling is a great way to get to know yourself other ways are to do things alone and it can be something super small as just like going to go take yourself out to lunch which can sound intimidating for some people which goes back to what are other people thinking about me you know why is she here alone why is she sitting by herself um but that's going to build up that self-confidence of you being able to go into that restaurant sit there and order for yourself and just enjoy your own company so just little things like that are going to build up your self-confidence and make you more proud of who you are and you'll get to know who you are what you like and really just enjoy the person you're becoming one last way to get to know yourself better which is definitely not going to be attainable for everyone right now but if you're able to it's so worth it if you're able to go on a little trip by yourself and I'm kind of reckless not reckless but just I don't stress too much about things so I know to some people that's gonna sound scary like traveling by themselves but I have gone on a plane and gone places by myself but um, if you don't want to do all that and you just but you still want to have like some alone time you can do like a fun little road trip and do an Airbnb maybe not too far away from your house I feel like that would be super fun where you're getting to spend alone time with yourself, but you're not going crazy with it and getting on a plane and going to another state. So that's something to think about. Maybe like a little spa weekend or something you can book for yourself. Just ways to get alone with yourself where you can be quiet and you can always bring your journal and yeah, just get to know yourself better. Alright guys, so just to recap, when life throws you curveballs, take them as they come. Know if you can't do anything about them, you're just growing into the person you're supposed to be. Take risks. Don't ask people for advice if they don't know anything about what you're trying to do. And if you already have an intuition, gut feeling that you know what you're supposed to do, but you're kind of just too scared to make that decision, just go for it. And last, stop caring what other people think because they're probably really not thinking too much about you anyway. They're thinking about themselves. So thank you guys so much for listening to episode two. This was definitely not how I planned episode two to go, um, but I did have a lot of stuff that was heavy on my mind today and I wanted to get it out and I felt like it could definitely help a lot of people. So when life throws you curveballs, what are you going to do? I'm so happy I ended up recording today. I thought I might wait a couple days when I'm in a better headspace, but just talking things out helped a lot. So I'm glad I did it and I feel a lot better. I hope you guys could take some stuff away from this as well and that it helped. And I always enjoy feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear what you thought of the show and how it could improve and also what you want to hear next. So shoot me a DM on Instagram and I would really appreciate it. Bye guys.